don't think because you know everyone that listens will be ministered to. You reach out to each and every one of us this morning in the name of Jesus. We give you praise. We give you glory. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thanks for to Brother Ulysses and Dr. Destiny for uh, this opportunity this morning. Uh, so we, we just continue from where we stopped yesterday. And um, like I said yesterday, I will repeat that today also. I, I want us to lose our focus on the main point of our discourse. Uh, we'll be talking about warring with prophecy. And we've seen uh, in the first three days of uh, the week that the direction has been we trusting on God, holding on to his word, putting the word in our mouth continuously, despite uh, uh, tons of events. So uh, we are looking since yesterday, trying to look at um, how to practically uh, do this, uh, sharing my experience in the last few months. Okay. Hallelujah. So uh, as I go on, uh, someone had sent a word. It says, as you war with God's word, you encounter resistance. Most importantly, focus on the word and the prophecies. There lies your strength. It will be easy for you to feel that the road is free of hazards. Despite prayers, prayer altars raised, it says challenges will come, but the word comes true for you, comes true for us as we stay focused and in watch with God as he watches over his word to perform it. So just hold on to that as we step out. God will perform his word. Just stay glued to that word and keep speaking that word. Hallelujah. Uh, so our, 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 our focus uh, from yesterday has been the fact that um, uh, uh, from our text in First Timothy chapter 1, verse 18, Timothy, my son, I'm giving you this command. It's a command. In New Living Translation, it says, my son, here are my instructions. It's an instruction. In Passion Translation, it says, I'm entrusting you with this responsibility. It's a responsibility. So you have a command, you have an instruction, you have a responsibility towards every prophecy that has been spoken concerning you. Hallelujah. And um, in New Living Translation, it says, uh, uh, based on the prophetic words spoken about you earlier, may they help you fight well. So this, we are in a fight, the fight of faith. These prophetic words will help you to fight well in the face of challenges. So that's what they are meant to do. New International Version says, so that by recalling it, so you need to recall them, and that means you have to write them somewhere. Uh, you know, if you have them in your head, 
if you are not careful, you will forget them. You have to record them somewhere so you can be able to, to recall them. He said, by, by recalling them, you may fight the battle well. So both translations are saying something about well. So for you to be able to do it well, uh, prophecy or uh, the prophetic word is important. It's your responsibility, something you can use. And in TPT, it says that your prophecy, it's a weapon in your hand. It's a weapon. So in this battle, this fight of faith, establishing uh, what God has said concerning you, uh, you need to be able to recall your prophecy. You need to be able to use your prophecy continuously. You have an instruction to use it. You have an instruction to uh, uh, to to make sure he, he doesn't leave your mouth. And we saw it yesterday also that it has timing too. So that's where we have to be sensitive to the spirit so that we will also know the timing as we stay with God's word. We will receive direction and leading. So all we're going to be sharing will also be around that also. Uh, so yesterday, um, let me see, let me just quickly uh, play that um, uh, word again from Reverend Bolanta. Then we just continue from there. I'll just um, quickly play it. I hope um, it will be clear. I'm talking practicals now. Uh, so um, let me let you in on uh, uh, our prayer points. You know, when you hear prophecies, what do you do? How do you work with them? Uh, like I said, I said we are all learning. So I'm just sharing uh, some of the things I, I did. Uh, so uh, we had a family WhatsApp group, and then we had the prayer points. And then we titled the prayer point, uh, Island Relocation. Island relocation. That was what we titled it. And every one of member of the family were briefed. And then we, uh, the prayer point goes like this. We had an anchor scripture. Uh, anchor scripture was from Genesis 26, 22. And also I said, we have to also be sensitive. These scriptures, they were used in church at that period too. Both Genesis 26, 22. Later, we came in, we brought in Amos 9, 13 to 15. But in our uh, prayer point, we had Genesis 26, 22. Isaac moved from 
day and dug a well and all that. We are familiar with that. So our first prayer point was this, that, uh, that the transition will be easy and smooth. And why we, did we say that? We looked at our anchor scripture. Uh, he was digging a well, so he was moving. And the Bible said he moved again. And in all his movements, his movements, he never had oppositions. So we said our transition will be smooth. And then you also saw that from the prophecy, uh, Reverend Bolanta said that he saw some ropes. He said they were not high, that I just went over them. So we're expecting a smooth transition. So we were speaking it and we were praying it. So our prayer point number two goes like this. It says, uh, God will supply all our needs, all our needs financially, materially, humanly for the trip. And why did we bring that? We brought a scripture, Philippians 4, 19, and uh, this same God who takes care of me will supply all your needs from his glorious riches, which are which have been given to us in Christ Jesus, you know? Um, because if you listen to that um, prophecy, it says, I will provide and I will exceed your expectation exceedingly abundantly. So we took the scripture because if it is going to exceed our expectation, it's going to be according to his provisions, not according to what we have, not according to what we have been able to amass. So then the third prayer point says that our mom will be compensated in Polaris Bank. So we pray that also. Uh, you remember uh, from uh, the later part of that prophecy says, tell her I'm compensating her. I will compensate her. But the uh, challenge here is this. He only said he will compensate her. He didn't say he was going to be in Polaris Bank. But our prayer point says that uh, he will compensate her in Polaris Bank. She doesn't live empty-handed, you know. And then we started praying along that line. Uh, so in Polaris, they were sacking, and then you can negotiate if you uh, know some people there, and they will put your name on the sack list, and they will sack you, and they will pay you off. So um, we pushed it, and she negotiated. Her name was on the sack list, and we were trusting God that she'll be compensated. The money that was going to come from that sacking will pay half of the bill of this trip. Uh, my brother, my sister, guess what? The sacking did not come. People were resigning, so she was never sacked. So the money never came. Just God, like he did for the children of Israel, uh, who was it that he reduced uh, his soldiers from 22,000 to 300 and he still won the battle. Uh, the transition was uh, smooth. He provided, he exceeded our expectation without that money that we are banked on. You know, So these are the places where... Uh, your natural uh, tilt comes in where you begin to calculate by yourself, where you begin to think. He said he will compensate that. So we are still believing God for compensation for her, but not from Polaris. You know, so at times, if you are not careful, we uh, misinterpret prophecies. So that's why you need to sharpen your ability to receive uh, to, to listen to the spirit so that you'll be directed. So our fourth prayer point, we made, um, uh, uh, we said that we make right decisions and wise decisions and informations that are timely, that, that, that we need, will be availed us timely. We get timely informations and we'll make uh, right decisions. And a lot of things has been happening around this area. 
uh, let me just back up to uh, the transition. I shared that yesterday when we moved from Nigeria to Ireland, every one of us, we never had any issue on the road with borders, with anything. Uh, when it comes to supply, without the money we were expecting that was supposed to foot half of our bills, uh, we had more than enough. We had more than enough. And then uh, 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 for making right and wise decision, at every point in time, information were coming, people were connecting us. As I'm speaking, there are about three, four, five people that have been involved uh, in getting information uh, across to us since we have been in Nigeria up to this hour that we have not met. We don't know them. They will call and say, how far? Uh, do this, do it this way, go and do that, go and do that. Right from Nigeria, you know, at the point, I couldn't give people uh, a, a, a definite word. If you ask me any question, I will tell you I don't know. What is going to happen next, I don't know. Because we just had to focus on God and trust him for direction. So information will come. People will say this. They will say that. Barrages of information will just stay calm. And all of a sudden, one of the information will come at the nick of time. It will just click and then will not take uh, uh, that uh, direction and things will open up. So we kept having information here and there, here and there, coming at the nick of time, nick of time. You know, in uh, our prayer point number five, we said no opposition from authorities, from friends, uh, from the system that or anyone that will be at interacting with. That was our prayer point number five. And we use 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 2, that pray also that God will not let bad people cause trouble for you. And my brothers, every single person, Every single person, every single person has worked in our favor. You know, so in, in, in our prayer point number six, it says we are favored. Time will be collapsed in every process by the intervention of God. So when we moved in, we were supposed to apply uh, for residency permits. And from Nigeria, we have been told that... Uh, um, that application is a, it's a tough one. It will take you three months. Uh, so you need to have, uh, some people, it took them six months uh, that you need to have enough money because during that time, you are not supposed to work or do anything. You are just supposed to just sit down and wait and eat. Uh, so you need to have enough money to pay rent and to feed yourself for the next three months that the best they've had, that somebody had her residency in three weeks, that that was a miracle, that it doesn't happen that way. Uh, so when we came in, remember we had prayed that God will collapse uh, 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 every process for us, will be favored and process will be collapsed for us. So we came in uh, and then um, we started trying to gather documents, gather information, and then we submitted our application on a Friday. Our application got to uh, the immigration office on a Monday because we were tracking it. By Thursday, they sent us an acknowledgement form that uh, an, an acknowledgement that they've gotten our application. That was Thursday. It got to them on Monday. They sent us an acknowledgement on Thursday. We got the acknowledgement on Friday. By Friday, they sent us another letter. We got that letter on Monday. And that letter it was them giving us permission to reside in Ireland just in five days, in five days, one week. 
every single person that heard it said it could only be God. Uh, the place we are staying, the uh, for you to know how God is working, the place we are staying, uh, the people there, they had a, a relation that has also been trying to apply and the person has been on it. So after we got our residency, we're supposed to go and register at the immigration office and you cannot go there physically. You have to make calls and book an appointment. So they were, uh, they said to make calls. There are people, even in the letter, they will tell you that you go and register yourself, but they've given you three months. That even after that three months, if you are not able to register yourself, you don't need to leave the country, just keep trying. You know, so you have a window of three months, but you keep trying. And uh, we have people that have been online trying to get appointments. It is as if you are trying to get U.S. appointments in Nigeria. You know, so they even introduce us that they are going to get somebody for us. They give us a phone number. We pay the person. The person will help us get an, an, an earlier appointment for, for registration. But don't forget, we had prayed that we are favored and time will be collapsed in every process. God will intervene for us, you know. Uh, it is his mercy. It's not because we know how to pray. So after we got a, a letter on a Monday, so we've shared the, 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 the testimony. People will have rejoiced with us. And then they to told us that the next step is to get the appointment. On Tuesday, we were seated and my wife just said, uh, let me call the number. And as she was calling, I remember staring at her phone. And I said, connect, and the number connect. And I said, pick, and the lady on the other side picked. And what happened? They gave us appointment for 48 hours, 48 hours. And for you to know how God works, the place we are staying, the guy I said, I've been pushing, I've been trying to get appointment. By the time that guy called, they said he was giving appointment for January. I was giving an appointment for 48 hours. You know, my, my host said that he could not tell the uh, person that I was given an appointment for 48 hours because she doesn't know how to explain it. She doesn't know how to explain it. When my letter came in, our letter came in, uh, where we were staying before, that's the address we were using. The person handled the letter. A friend came around, they saw the letter. I said, these people, are your, your friends have been given residence. Uh, the lady told her that it's not possible. They just applied yet, uh, uh, last week. It can't be possible. When they opened it, it was a uh, uh, residential permit. What am I saying? We have taken time to highlight things and we spoke and we prayed and we held to God's word. Was it easy? Some were easy, but majorly we had to trust God. I remember when we were applying for our visas too. I had to apply for myself. My daughter already had a visa. My wife had one. I had to apply for a, a visa, me and my two kids. Every single person said, I will not be given that visa because I didn't have, um, the way my account was running, I didn't have uh, too many money until recently. And my salary is not too buoyant. So many excuses. But I trusted in what God I said. I, in fact, my wife was so worried that he had to go for a checkup in the hospital because the visa was now delaying for like two months. And um, the doctor told her that it is anxiety, that she doesn't have any problem. She was like, if they don't give us, I said, they don't bond them, they will give us. Because I know it's God that is working. I'm not the kind that plans trip. I don't travel. I'm not interested in relocating. If not that uh, God started it, and I just kept following on. Immediately I discovered it was linked to that prophecy. I stayed with it. And everybody was like, they won't give you. I, I said, they will give me. 
my in-laws, everybody was like, ah, ah, ah. And then it came out and then they gave me, you, you understand? And ever since, I remember after getting a, a, a residential permit, we needed to go and um, register in the immigration office. We went, I went there with my wife. And when I got there, we were in different cubicle being attended to. Uh, my wife was cleared in less than two seconds. The person that was, uh, that was attending to me was just giving me trouble. I just stayed calm. And after that, he said, I cannot pay with the card I came with. That is not, my name is not on it. That I asked to give me another appointment. And then uh, he looked through the system. Now gave me an appointment to come back in a week. Remember, we are giving an appointment for 48 hours to be there. And then now she's giving me an appointment for one week. And then I said to her, I said, is there no uh, closest appointment? Must it be one week? She said, yes, because that appointment, that point, somebody canceled an appointment. That's why she's fixing me there, you know? So when we left, I, my wife was complaining that the woman was being uh, uh, racial, uh, anti-black and all those stuff. I said, no, it's not that every opposition we meet, God has something to show us uh, through that opposition. So I was asking, why, 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 why? And it came to my heart that God just showed me that that 48 hours appointment we had, somebody had canceled an appointment and then we called at the right time and we are fitted into that place. And this is what happened again. And I was given a one week appointment. Somebody appointment was canceled and I was fitted into one week. God will do all it takes. He watches over his word to perform it. So he does all he takes. He does all he takes. All it takes to make sure his words are fulfilled. We just stay with it. We speak it, and then we see them come to pass. So I was saying that beyond this, we also lean on uh, 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 Amos 9. That was where I was saying that um, a lot of times it's good for you to uh, be sensitive concerning uh, scriptures that are repeated uh, in church. Scriptures that you see is still, it just keeps coming, just keeps coming, just keeps coming. Everybody's using it to pray. Just be attentive and use it. It just might just be for that period. And in Amos, it says, yes, indeed, it won't belong. God decrees. Things are going to happen so fast, your head will swing. My dear, I became overwhelmed that I couldn't even pray because I could not think of it. Things were happening so fast. Was it easy? Not in the way that you think. So my children were staying with my sister-in-law. All of a sudden, my sister-in-law said, come and pick your children from London, blah, 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 blah. And she was pushing. Here I am. I've not gotten accommodation. Accommodation is, uh, I try, and that's another thing. When you begin to trust God, when you begin to speak the word, when you begin to concentrate and focus on God's prophecy, your language changes. You know, I started having challenges saying I have a, a, a accommodation challenge. We, are, we will be getting accommodation soon. You know, so when somebody asks me how far with accommodation, I just say, we are trusting God, it will come. My language, I don't say there's accommodation challenge. I know there's accommodation challenge, but when you ask me, have you guys gotten accommodation? I say, we are still trusting God. We are believing God it will manifest because I know he has provided. He said he will make room for us. So back to Amos. Amos says, things are going to happen so fast, your head will swing. You know, so I was supposed to bring my children here 
after I've gotten accommodation, I'm only in a one room space uh, with my wife. And then my in-laws are pushing my kids and saying, no, let her go. Let, let him go. Come and carry your kids for whatever reason. And if the government finds out, I will be in trouble. And then I, I think they should just book. They book flight. When they come here, we'll sort them out. And when uh, my host got a window fit, he said, ah, your children, let them come and be staying in my children's room. And I won't collect an extra dime. Just let them stay. That's how my children came in. My daughter was supposed to bring them. For you to know that things were happening fast. My daughter was bringing them as she was on her way coming. We, uh, that's when we got our resident permit and we had to register her. So we said, you are not going back to London. Just stay with us. And then we told our host, please allow her to stay. Uh, this is the situation. She didn't even come with a, a toothbrush because she was supposed to just drop them and go back to London. Uh, my host gave my daughter clothes. He said, don't worry gave her clothes, gave her everything that she would need to stay. And then told her that if you want to stay here also, you can stay without paying a dime. Things were happening so, so fast, even though they looked like uh, she was pushing them away. But God had a plan, a plan to, to reunite us. So that scripture, it says things are going to happen so fast, your head will swim. One thing fast on the heel of the other you won't be able to keep up. We were not able to keep up because we are not even planning when we start seeing results. It says everything will happen, will be happening at once and everywhere you look. Blessings, blessings like wine pouring off uh, the mountain. So we also focus on this scripture and we put it in our mouth and we have seen so much. Have we experienced challenges? Yes, we have. As we are now, like I'm saying, we are trusting God for the manifestation of accommodation. But for every delay, we know God has a plan. Uh, the day I was going to uh, going for my second appointment, it was raining heavily, cat and dog. And then I was in the kitchen with my host and then uh, she said that the rain would not stop. I said it will stop. It will stop, I will go, and I will come. That stopping is not the challenge, that I'm just being careful not to pray that the rain should stop. Because I know everything that has looked like an hindrance, they always work out for our good. So I maybe the rain is designed to delay me so I meet the right person. So I, I just keep checking my heart. I don't feel like praying for the rain to stop, but I know it will stop. When the rain finally stopped, I went there, I immediately I got to the reception. They say you are going to pay. No, don't, don't let me give you number. So I don't delay you. Just go straight to counter one. I got to counter one. The woman said, come and meet me in counter seven. I got there in less than five minutes. I was done and I was out of there. You know, so what am I saying uh, this morning? Uh, don't get carried away with the testimonies. But the fact that you need to recall you need to have a record, you know, like I will always like to say that during meetings, don't get carried away by all the rejoicing, the jumping up and the shouting. Get your pen, get your phone, record words, record prophecy, record, especially the ones that pertain to you. If they give you prophecy, go and write it down, meditate on it. Ask question. <coughs> Excuse me. Ask the Holy Spirit to give you direction concerning it. Which part of my life is this talking about? What is he exactly saying? You know, let that prophecy consume you. 
get scriptures to work with that prophecy. That is what I'm saying uh, this morning. You need to recall it. Prophecies are weapons and you need to enforce it and trust the Holy Spirit to guide you into the season of the fulfillment of that prophecy. And immediately you see signs that, that this is the season. Just stay with the word. Stay with the prophecy and see it fulfilled. Remember the word that came this morning. He said, as you walk with God's word, you encounter resistance. Most importantly, focus on the word and the prophecy, the words and the prophecy. He said, dear lies your strength. I said yesterday that prophecy comes so that you'll be stable. You'll be able to be, you know, you are confident, you are comforted that I have God's word concerning the situation, irrespective of how it is, you will go through. And then it also says in that uh, word that was sent to me this morning, it says it will be easy it will be easy for people to feel the road is free or there's no hassle despite prayers, uh, despite prayers, altars, raised. It says challenges will come, but the word comes true for us as we stay focused and in watch with God's word because God himself does what he watches over his word to perform it. Go in the strength of this, knowing fully well that he that has spoken is far, far able, more than able to bring it to pass. Has he spoken? Be rest assured that as you put those words in your mouth, that God will bring it to pass. There is no word that he has spoken that he will allow to fall to the ground without it being fulfilled. So this morning, as you step out, go back, Get prophecies that you know, the ones that you have written down. Go and refresh your mind. Trust the Holy Spirit to give you direction concerning them. Get uh, 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 scriptures to work with them, and God will bring them to pass in your life in Jesus' name. Amen. Have a wonderful day as you step out. God bless you. <music>